Leonard. I I know, I know. And we, we're not surprised. We're not surprised. We count on that from you, Queen Victoria. I think Thank you. Because you. you enable it. Know that by now. You enable it. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> have their weekend review lined up? Um, no. No. Have yours, Victoria? It, it'll come. It'll come. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I'm first. <laughs> yeah, you are. You all, and I'm first tonight. Okay. That, um, let's see then. All right. I'm sharing it. I'm sharing the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome in our Facebook folks. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. This was really a lot of church this week, so okay, I, I I know what I know what I was doing, what I've been doing. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm All good. right, we can review. Yes, 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 yes. Very excited about that. Um, let's see. Uh, I will look for uh, the information that I need to give you all about Mother's Day. Uh, Victoria, you need to give Ruth some information for the infomercial. I sent you a little note about that. I saw it. I saw it, darling. <laughs> yeah, seeing it is not is not where we are. We we need you to do something. Okay. Yes, Capitan. Yes. All right. All right, everybody. Time to roll the open. Thank you, Alan. Roll them. <laughs> And welcome to Authors Up, a forum for authors by authors. And uh, we are very, very happy to uh, have you in the house tonight. Those of you who have joined us, hey there, Francina, glad to have you in the house tonight. <laughs> Ms. Linda Cooks, glad to have you in the private. That picture is interesting. I'm going to talk to you about your picture one day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> glad to have you in the house tonight. Hey there, Miss Ruth, how are you this evening? I uh, am well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling good tonight. Feeling good. Lots good. of anticipation and expectation for uh, our program that we have and the guests that we're going to be bringing on in a few minutes. Yes. So very good about that. Um, and Victoria. Henderson Poole, Madam Victoria, Queen Victoria, how are you this evening? The Queen is fabulous, darling. Fabulous, are you fabulous? <laughs> I'm doing great. all right. Just glad to be know. here on his resurrection Sunday. He got yeah. up. Yes. No chocolate bunnies or Easter Praise rabbits here. He got it up. 
<laughs> indeed, indeed. Tamika, hey, lady, how are you this evening? Great job at church today. Yes. I'm glad to have you in the house. Glad that you are here. Miss Angie O, our South Carolina connection. Glad to have you in the house as, as well. Leah Fournay, what are you up to, lady? I, <laughs> I can't even ask you that because the list would be too long. What's she not up to? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm so proud true. of her. That is true. And an excellent <laughs> author. And, and uh, she's helping a lot of other authors out there to yes. get their act together and get their stories out there. And we just appreciate you taking time uh, to be with us tonight here on yeah. Authors Up. And yeah. um, let's see. Um, well, let's start as we usually do with our week in review. And uh, I think I'm going to go first uh, tonight. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure my co-host won't mind. Please at do. All. Please do. Love to hear what you have to say. Thank you for trying to come up with something, too. Let me tell my secrets on the air. You the know, queen, you can do whatever you want. The queen is on it tonight. It's, it's hard to tell what's going to happen, but hey, we're, we're, we're glad. We're glad. I'm glad everybody feels good, you know, because there's so much going on and so yeah. much that we we battle, we face, we fight, we've got issues, we've got things uh, that happen to us that we kind of keep close to the vest and things that we don't share all the time. And um, I'm, I'm just, I just feel good. Haven't, haven't been able to say that for a little That's bit. A blessing. Uh, Amen. So my, my week in review um, has been, I'm not going to say a challenging one. Um, I am recrafting, I guess I can put it that way. That sounds more interesting. Yeah, it uh, does. <laughs> Life. Explain, explain, Lucy, explain. <laughs> and uh, and and I'm trying to get a hold on things that I need to change uh, mm -hmm. since I had had my little uh, bout with the emergency room and all those things, and and I have been taking things uh, a lot easier, taking mm -hmm. things a little slower. Uh, redirecting my energies in some different areas, resting when I needed to, uh, trying to stay on the whole exercise thing and food thing. I haven't adjusted to medications and things like I need to yet, but I always remember it takes a long time when your body starts to tell you there's a problem. Mm -hmm. It's probably been a problem for a minute. Okay. So it takes you a while. So it's going to take a while for me to kind of redirect some things. Okay. Uh, so so I'm counting on the folk who love me to keep me in check and, and help me on, on this journey and, and on this road. Because what I don't want to do is to fall back into the same habits that I had right. before right. all of this took place. So right. I still got to make sure that I rest and I eat right and I do, you know, all, all of those things that that we need to do to stay healthy because I cannot leave Ruth and Victoria to their own devices. They no, you cannot. No. We need the Capitone. <laughs> yeah. They need somebody stable. So I got to stay on my job. Please. <laughs> that I have to do. But it was a wonderful week. Holy Week was a wonderful week at church. We had Good. just great. Uh, great ministry and great productions and and just it was just a wonderful wonderful time uh, to give God 
all the glory. Just yeah. all the glory. And I'm grateful that I was able to see another uh, Resurrection Sunday. So I, I am thankful about that. I am happy about that. I feel good. I have no complaints. I have. I, I just feel good. And and every now and then, in spite of, in right. spite of, because we all have something going on. We all have something we could complain about if we chose. We all have something that we can could look at and say, how am I going to do it? How am I going right. to get How am I going to, how am I going to, you know, we all have those moments where we think God's not listening or he's not answering or whatever, but we can get in a posture of just being grateful. Oh, yes. Just telling him, thank you. Oh, and yes. Just, thank I'm you. thankful thank for you, Ruth. I'm thankful for you, Victoria. I'm thankful thank for you. all of our listeners. And I'm thankful for Mr. Shaver, who's going to tell us a wonderful, wonderful story about his book. And uh, I, I'm just, I just feel good. I just Amen. Feel good. Amen. We, we can go right to the author, right there. See, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like God or something. That's Praise all. God. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Have to play somebody. <laughs> that a mouthful. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. You know it doesn't take us but a minute. No. So, so we're gonna we're gonna slide on into the next one. So Victoria, <laughs> tell us about your weekend review. What's going on with you? Well, you know, I hate to admit this, but um while I was enjoying, you know, I didn't make it to services, but while I was enjoying everything online, you know, I was really looking forward to Friday just to be off. That's the honest truth. <laughs> That's just the truth. I, and I got to shame the devil and tell the truth. The truth was, I'm tired. <laughs> and I just wanted to be off. And I was looking forward to uh, seeing my children. My oldest uh, children came into town and they um, spent the weekend. And it, it just has been wonderful. They're gone now, the oldest two. But it was just so great to have the girls in the house. And anybody knows my children, we're going to sing. They're they going to sing. You know, we're gonna laugh, we're gonna eat, but we're gonna sing, we're gonna watch some musicals, and they just gonna sing. <laughs> they wake up singing, and on, and you know, they're like their mom, so I, I, you know, they don't get it unnaturally, they get it naturally, so I can't be mad, but I sure wish they would shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I've still been spending time, um, uh, cleaning out. Uh, different boxes. I still have some boxes and stuff left here, but I got to show y'all something I found that I couldn't find when we had the show about this subject. But look what I found. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I bought the book and couldn't find it. <laughs> when I was cleaning out my car, it was in the car. In the car? It was in the car, I, in the box. Well, it, came, it was out the Amazon box, but it was on the floor of the car. But I found it. It's, it good, is, and if good. anybody can't, the podcast people, I found my book by our lovely Andrea L. Hines called "The Train." The Train. <laughs> I found her book. Now I could get her to sign it because I, I found my book. <laughs> well, I'm and, glad. And I've been I'm reading glad. my book again, and I just love it. Get <laughs> the book. That's all I'm gonna say. So that that was my weekend review. I was so grateful to find things like my book. Um, got a new bookshelf for some of my books, so I'm just, I'm just happy too. I'm happy. Yeah, happy. yeah. We don't what always get these these mountaintop happy moments, but yeah. I, I, when we get them, 
I tell you, and everybody listening, you cherish, you cherish. Yes. I don't care whether they're big. I don't care whether they're small. I don't care whether it's one you're revisiting. I don't care if it's brand new. There yes. is always something that you can thank God for. Always something you can be grateful about. Always something. Yes. You have the opportunity to say, God, I thank you. I thank, thank you, God. You. I know thank what you, it God. could have been. Hallelujah. But where it is now. No need to complain. Okay, Miss Ruth, you okay, right. Ruth. Are you we done passed the plate for you, Andrew. We done passed the plate. Come, come I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll put the catch they didn't up. Want to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Miss Ruth. What you got for us? What you got? Okay, so for our audience. I head up the cultural ministry of our church and we are planning a um, trip to DC with a synagogue in our city. And we've been doing like uh, fellowship events so that the participants get to know each other. And this past week we did bowling, Aww. which you have to understand. I haven't bowled in about 15 years. I actually did really well. All right. Really well. I won the first, you know, we had, I think, like four lanes. And I won the first game in my lane. And Good Bishop was you. on my team, and I beat him the first time. Oh, how many now, strikes you got? Time, um, I think I got maybe like three strikes the whole oh, time we were there. Um, and we had a um, young lady on our team. And I say young lady. She's getting ready to turn 80. And she wow. was amazing. I mean, her score wasn't that great. But the fact that she was out there bowling, because yes. I tell you, I am still sore, and that was Monday. So the fact that she was out there and she was just like, let's do this. And That's we nice. were talking, and she was just sharing, because she was like, yeah, I got the nose piercing on my 60th birthday. Show me the what? tattoo she got for the 70th birthday. And she's like, yeah, I'm Go still trying to come now. up with something what I'm going to do for my 80th. And I'm like, you are amazing. So, she's brave. She's really yeah. Brave. It was it was great. It was great getting to <laughs> That's know so them. Nice. Yeah. So we're gonna be going on that trip in I think like two weeks. Um, May first. First. May first. Yeah. Right. So you guys, I will not be here, but you guys are gonna be holding down the fort. We're gonna miss you. We're gonna Thank miss you. you. But you're gonna I, have a lovely time. Yes. It. it I, I'm looking forward to it. it, it it's gonna be Good. great. So bring me back um, a postcard, please. Postcard. <laughs> Thank you. And you all pray for me because I'll be here by myself with Victoria. <laughs> you know, I'm signing off. I'm signing off. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> she's not behaving for an author. She, she's behaving. She's behaving. We, 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 need to, we need to take advantage of that. So we're going to move on. Thank you. We're going to introduce our author tonight. R. L. Shaver. So um, he is a husband to the joyful wife, Stephanie, and the father of two growing boys. He's a Christian author who also works in data, computers, and engineering. He has worked for a Fortune 500 company in oil and gas and now works for a mid-sized telecom software company. He has also worked for various entrepreneurial pursuits. His largest and longest working. Stop laughing at me. I'm sorry. We all have that one word. Yes. It was. It was. It wasn't a word. It was your face. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, his longest and see, 
largest and longest working with relational marketing and business development. When we come back after this short break, my face is going to be fine. Victoria is <laughs> going to be good. And you'll have a chance to meet R.L. Shaver. Hold on. <laughs> Welcome, RL Welcome. Hello. <laughs> we are so glad to have you tonight. Thank you for coming on our show. I am super pumped to, to be on here. This is exciting. I I love watching you three talk. I'm like, this is, I could just sit and watch this all night. This is fun. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And don't feel bad about the word entrepreneurial. I don't think <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to say it while the music was playing, and I realized I just cannot say that word. It just, my brain does not register that word. So. I, I grew up in West Virginia. I'm glad that it's taken me years to get that word right. <laughs> All right. So there's still hope for me. I just got to keep practicing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are glad to have you on the show. Um, we're going to talk about your book tonight uh, for this child. I have prayed and, you know, for our, our guests, uh, our, you know, our audience, you know, you can tell from the cover that it's not just about six hearts in, excuse me, six heart surgeries in 18 months. But, you know, when you start reading it, it is about your journey and your discovery of God in the process. So why don't you tell us about your book? Yeah. Um, gosh, where do I start? <laughs> you know, when I grew up as a Christian um, and I've walked into and out of my faith and, um, you know, it was so exciting when I got married, when, when Stephanie and I married, found each other and got married because I'd been wanting to be married since I was young mm -hmm. and uh, so excited. And we had Samuel and um, he's such a blessing to us. And then we knew he had, he was, when he was born, he had, he was wheezing and we knew that he had something going on. The doctors told us he actually had two heart defects and uh, we didn't think much of it because I'd been praying. Um, I'd been praying that he would be strong, that he would be healthy, that God would take care of him, that everything would be good. And so I didn't worry about it when they, when they told us that things were um, not perfect. I was like, well, we'll, we'll tackle it. We'll, we'll make it work. And then, um, we ended up in the hospital twice and then at two and a half months stephanie knew something was wrong and long and short he ended up turning blue and um two and a half years old they or two and a half months old they rushed him to the hospital it was december or we rushed him to the hospital and uh long and short he they told us the doctors told us that he was going to go in for open heart surgery wow two and a half months old wow. yeah and um 
To make matters even more frightening, they it wasn't going to be a corrective surgery that would fix everything. It was going to be a temporary fix that would get him to hopefully six or seven months. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was uh it was it was pretty stunning for me. Um and not stunning in the good way, but stunning in the like mm-hmm. I just got whacked upside the head with a tuba for yeah, you. Know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um so you know, I reached out to my mentor at that period and and my faith journey really began from that point. Right. Um, I'd already felt like I had a pretty solid faith journey. Um, and I had a lot of ups and downs and a lot of learning about God and who he is and and, under, and digging into his promises and how much he loves us. And, um, but nothing like that. Right. Um, I reached out to my mentor. He actually lives, uh, you guys are in Raleigh, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah the, the guy mentoring me actually lives in Raleigh. He, he reached, I reached out to him and was like, Hey Jake, um, we have, uh, same as going for open heart surgery. And he texted me back and was like, Hey, here's some books. I want you to grab these books mm-hmm. and, um, here's some scriptural verses. Um, you know, keeps, keep on Psalm 91 and, um, keep me posted, like keep me up to date on stuff. And, uh, you know, Samuel went in for surgery and uh, everything was, you know, that whole Christmas was kind of a blur. <laughs> yeah, um, I bet. Um, but yeah, in that process, in that season, I started to understand that, hey, God fights our battles for us. And I was uh-huh. standing on that. And um, I remember digging in. I had started when Stephanie and I um, got married. I started reading um one psalm and one proverb every morning and just saying you know what you know stephanie's ordained i want to be able to lead my family well and i want to lead my wife well and i I need to get my relationship with god i need to to grow a little closer to him Mm -hmm. so i started digging into psalms and proverbs and that was a i'm really glad that i did because like there's so many promises of god of his healing his provision how he takes care of us you know King David walked through so many of the Psalms are written by him personally. And he walked through so much pain and frustration in his life. And just to hear his heart as he cries out to God through all of it and say, Hey, you know, God, I am dealing with this. I have this going on. I'm getting crushed. I'm getting hunted. People are trying to take my life. Yes. You are good, you know, and you are good, God, through all of this. And I know you'll take care of me, and I know you'll vindicate me, and I know your promises will come true. Like to read David talk about that and to wake up every morning, it was fantastic to me. And mm-hmm. it, it changed my life. And so when we came into this season, I was really coming into a new understanding of how much God loved me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, we went through um, at six months old. Um, you don't mind me just keep rolling, do you? No, no. 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 <laughs> Feel free to stop me at any point. Just be like, all right, I'll shut up. Trust me, we will. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah, six and seven months, like six months old, um, Samuel was finally starting to show signs of the stitch that they put in his valve because they put a stitch in to make sure that his valve wouldn't come open as much. Mm-hmm. And so that way it would open just enough to let blood through and close properly. Mm-hmm. Well, it's six months old, that started to not give enough room and so it started to cause the problem of too much pressure back pressure so and they knew that would happen um so then he goes in for another open heart surgery at six months old and they replace his valve um well the thing about mechanical valves they could only do a mechanical valve at that size because um, they couldn't do a tissue valve 
Um, he was just too small for it. So they went in and they put a mechanical valve in. And the problem with mechanical valves is that um, they tend to cause clots. Mm -hmm. And so they have to put them on blood thinners. Um, and they had a lot of problems when he was recovering, getting the blood thinner levels right. Um, we actually had, um, <laughs> my wife was pushing for them because they had, they have a pick line that they put in, which goes straight to the heart. Right. And they were, they would, they were putting the heparin, which is the, you know, instantaneous blood or almost instantaneous blood thinner, like right in through this line. And then they would take it, flush it and pull the, pull a, pull his blood and test it. Well, then they would test it and they go, oh my goodness, his levels are so high. We need to shut it off. And they'd shut it off for 45 minutes and they'd go test it again in 45 minutes. And they'd be like, oh no, his levels are too low. And they'd do it. This. And they kept doing this over yeah. and over and over again. And Stephanie was like, you need to put a second line in. You need to do something different. You need to, this isn't working. Put a second pick line in, draw from a different place, do something different. And they wouldn't listen to her. And um, I was in a meeting, um, meeting with some some business associates and uh, I get a text from Stephanie, call me. I step out and I call her and like she, she can't even talk straight. She's just, something's happened. He's looking in the air. I, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, babe, what's going on? And uh, long and short, I, I rushed down to the hospital and he'd had uh, multiple strokes. Wow. This was two weeks after his surgery. And, uh, you know, thankfully with a baby at that that age, like their brain is so young, there's just so much development and there's so much room in the brain that you know, he was fine. There was nothing crazy. But then two weeks after, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, two weeks after that, um, they're checking the heart valve. So this is less than a, around a month after the last surgery, they're checking the heart valve. And because they hadn't got the blood thinners right, he's back in for another open heart surgery and they're replacing yeah. the valve. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Well, he had so he had two conditions. He had the the bad valve, and then he also had his heart would race. And so we ended up rushing back and forth to the hospital a lot to get his medications right to keep his heart from racing, because when his heart would race, the valve it wouldn't pump blood as well. So mm -hmm. therefore, it would tend to clot. And I'm hoping I'm trying to make the medical mm -hmm. stuff really mm -hmm. easy. So mm -hmm. doing know. a great job. I'm okay, gonna say so. you're doing fine. Yes. <laughs> if I go into too much detail, just be like, you know, you're you're deep in the weeds. Get out of there. You know? <laughs> Pull out the weed, you get me out. Um, but yeah, no. So um, we were constantly fighting that. Well, after that surgery at seven months, we went through a lull. Um, we his he was um, we just didn't have a lot of uh, rushing back from forth to the hospital. Um, his, he wasn't going into SVT, so his heart, we wouldn't find his heart beating double, double speed. We just weren't dealing with any of the problems. So we had a summer, like that happened in like April and then we were good until about November. And we actually had thought that everything was super calm. Wow. It was really nice. And in that period, like I'd been reading a lot of people skills, books and business books and stuff like that. And I felt like the Holy spirit was like, um, I want you to go back and pick up a book that your mentor had mentioned to you called Building Your Self-Image by Josh mm -hmm. McDowell. And so I went and picked it up, read it, and then I'd also managed to pick up a, um, a book by Nancy Alcorn called Ditch the Baggage, Change Your Life. And Nancy runs a ministry that I adore. She works with women. Um, she basically runs women's homes, but she teaches them how to get victory and freedom. She has huge success rates. It's fantastic. And she doesn't take any type of government help. She's donation only. It's so cool. 
Um, Mercy United, I believe, is her um, ministry. And then so I read her book and it helped me get out a lot of the, the garbage in my life. You know, um, Josh McDowell's book helped me understand that God loves me mm-hmm. and that I'm worth a lot more because I was really struggling with that at the time. And then I read Joyce Meyer's Power Thoughts and that book, um, that book changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So in this season, God took this period of cleaning out my past hurts and helping me step forward into understanding how much God loves me and um, how much he loves me. Cause it's just, it's one of those things you can say it all you want to, but until you see it in the mm-hmm. physical tangible, until you start to understand like how good God is to us, it's so hard to just grasp because it just, it's words until it becomes not words. You know, I don't even yeah. know. I, as an author, I should be able to b- speak better than that, but I'll blame that on my West Virginia side. <laughs> um, I, you know. I want to I want to interrupt you for a minute yeah. because first of all, I want to know what what we can call you. RL. I call you RL. <laughs> yeah, call me RL. Uh, RL. Okay, that's yeah. okay. That's um, what um, my first name is Ronald. Ronald. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you, and I didn't want you to go too much farther because I think there's something, um, I don't want to say hidden in, but something that's kind of unspoken in all of this. And it has to do with the title. Yeah. When, when I saw that title and when I began to read the book, I thought this title is much more than what I anticipated it would be. When, when I first saw For This Child I Have Prayed, I thought, okay, there's an issue with, with Samuel. And, and he prayed for Samuel and, you know, God moved, God intervened, however, you know, whatever words you want to put around that. But it's so much more than that. Yeah. Because in praying for him, there was a journey that you were on in drawing closer to God, closer to his promises. Um, So if you can just delve a little bit more into into how and why you you chose that to be the title and a little bit more of of the journey because you did did a lot of self-examination and self-discovery in and all of that uh, to, to get to that place of, of, of trust and honor about, about his promises to you. Amen. Share, share, share a little bit about yeah. that with us. You know, it's funny. Um, when, I, when I wrote my book, I wrote and I went through and I um, wrote a couple different drafts and then I sent it out. And I sent out to, I asked people, I was like, hey, would anybody like to be a beta reader and, and read? I didn't even know to call it beta readers. I was just like, would anybody read my book and give me some feedback, you know? And I had 20 people come back and, and, and say, yeah, I'd love to read it. And so, and you know, you know how it is, everybody gets busy. So I had about uh, seven to nine people mm-hmm. give me feedback on stuff. But one of the people who gave me feedback was actually an ex-girlfriend's mom. And she gave me fantastic feedback. She was like, um, saying exactly what you said, what you're saying, Miss Andrea, that I should dig in a little deeper and talk a little bit more about my faith journey. Mm-hmm. So, so here, like, gosh, I mean, that's, um, yeah, 
one of the things that I wrestled the most with was, you know, are God's promises for me? And I think that if there's really anything kind of hidden in the book, it was, you know, Psalm 91, um, Isaiah, you know, when as, Isaiah, where it talks about, you know, I heal all your diseases. In Psalm 91, where he says, you know, don't fear the pestilence, don't fear uh, disease and sickness in the night and the terrors that stalk, the terrors that stalk at night and the, the lions that prey on you by day. Deuteronomy 28, where it talks about, you know, you'll be blessed coming into the city and going out. Like, what do those promises mean? Like, because those weren't given to, like, God didn't come down and say, hey, all those are for you. Or did he? You know, that was my big question. Like, did he, did he not? Is this for me? Is this not? And um, I mean, I even got into arguments with people about this because I knew, like, I like Copeland. I like listening to a lot of Kenneth Copeland. Um, I like listening to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. um, but I liked, like, if Kenneth Copeland has one thing in his ministry, it's that God's promises are true and they're for you. Mm -hmm. But he also likes to say that, you know, the covenant, the old covenant, the covenant of the Old Testament is good, but the covenant of the New Testament is better. And mm -hmm. so, like, the covenant of the New Testament is, if the covenant of the Old Testament is good and it promises um, that God will not only meet your needs, but meet the desires of your heart. If it says that God's going to protect you, God says that God's going to heal you, then wouldn't that mean that those come now also? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, as a dad, when you're facing really life-threatening, because, I mean, I had no idea how this was going to turn out if I thought on it, if I analyzed it. And I'm an analytical person, like self-introspection, others' introspection. Like, I like to joke that I've made a career out of overanalyzing things. <laughs> it's not alone. I said, you are not alone. <laughs> well, I work in data, so it actually pays off really well because, like, I can ask all those questions and all that stuff. So I literally have made a career out of it, you know. Um, but, yeah, that was one of the things that I just didn't dig through. Um, and it wasn't because I hadn't, but because I had been trained in faith so much to this point and there's i also have this i don't know if it's a scotch irish streak in me or what it is but i have this stubborn streak like i'm, I'm quiet but if i feel like something's right i will die on that hill <laughs> you know mm -hmm. and um i knew that i love my son yeah and i knew that God promises in Psalm 112 too, that the children of the righteous will grow mighty in the land. And I knew, and this was just my brain at work, that if he's going to grow mighty, and God's not a God who is going to, sh to cheapen his words and say, well, he was a mighty baby, but, you know, he let him go. No, 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 no. I don't think God's that way at all. I think my God is a fullness God. Mm -hmm. so forgive me, I don't mean to get preachy on you. No, no, <laughs> come on, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> but I feel my God, if he gives me a promise, it's not going to be thin. Mm -hmm. um, I like, I've recently discovered a love of French press coffee. And if you've never had it, it's very thick and it's kind of foamy and it's very full. It's like you can take the same coffee and make it in a coffee maker and then you make it in a French press and you're like, oh my goodness, this is... This is nice. This is so much more to it. Right. And I feel like God's promises are like that. Amen. They're just, they're like just that. Amen. so much more. So much more. Amen. 
And so I figured if God's promises of that my son, my children will grow mighty in the land, that had to be for me. Amen. So I I took hold of that. And actually, you know, I I sat out um, recently and just finished up a series of like blog posts because a number of the people that I've talked to who have had killed children in the hospital or are going through stuff like this have come to me and said, RL, listen, I've given them copies of my book and said, here, please read my book. Hopefully it helps out. Call me, talk to me. Let me help you walk through this process. And they start reading my book and they're like, this is too much. I can't take this. We're going through the trauma. And I get it. When you're going through trauma, the last thing you want to read is somebody else's trauma doing the exact same thing. So what I did is I sat down and wrote a series of blog posts to kind of talk through the spiritual combat that I went through. Because I'm a fighter. Yes, yes. So I was just like, hey, this is the things that I did. This is the ways that I waged, waged war in faith for my son. And um, but one of the biggest things that I did was I just I grabbed the hold of God's promises and I just bit into him like a bulldog and said, I'm not going to let this go, you know. And so that's that was a big part of my journey. And like I said, me being analytical, it was really tough because here I am thinking, well, I had some people tell me, well, you know, those promises were given to Israel. Yeah, I like it to me. Um, <laughs> you know, well, those promises were given to Israel. Do they, you know, they can't count for you. Like Israel had to obey all the um, all the spiritual law mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And that was only given to them. And, it, and like they had to obey all this stuff. Like that's not given to you. And I just was like, no, I don't have any way to combat that but i know that's wrong because god's better than that exactly i, I wish i'm gonna I'm have to i'm gonna interrupt you i love listening to you but listen listen i'm gonna tell our listeners get the book and i wish that i had yeah. had your book 24 years ago um i i can identify so much when i i saw the title and read the book i mean read parts parts of it i, I admit that i didn't read all of it but i read some parts of it that really struck home um while my daughter uh, was, she had asthma, and I discovered that at three months old, they called it uh, RSV disease, right? But at three months old, I knew something was wrong. She's coughing, and her tongue was coming out of her mouth so hard. And at the time, you know, you didn't have to put the babies in the back seat, so she was in the front seat with me. I'm driving through the streets, you know, watching this baby every time she coughed, and I knew something was wrong, and she had asthma, and so began my journey of um I, I know more about asthma than I wish I knew today, you know. And I have to say that my, my daughter changed, she absolutely changed my life because I, I knew then, you know, I had a relationship with God before, but for this child, I had prayed. <laughs> that child right there. I'm telling you, when when sometimes I get so angry with her because just slap her. Because if you knew what I went through for you, that's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yes, but, 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 but don't you think God looks at us sometimes and yes. says the same thing? Yes, if you knew. Yes, if and you really could children. wrap your head around what I had done yes. for you. Yes, it Ooh. changed. It changed the dynamics of my relationship with God, and so mm-hmm. I so identified that part. And I, I just wanted to say that mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I had had your book then to have helped me map, you know, through that journey because. You 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 ask some questions that are powerful, like Tamika said. It is powerful. And and you question your faith, but in the end, I held on. I held on to my faith because I knew God 
did not give her. She, you heard her very name means God's precious gift. And I knew God gifted her to me and that I had to do what I had to do to take care of her. And so I am grateful that you wrote a book like this. So others don't have to struggle. Get the book. If you know somebody whose child is sick, you know, get the book. Just get it and give it to somebody. It's beautiful, beautiful. All right, I'm done. Great. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel, is he still around? Is he still around? Can he come come in? Yeah, let me let me you know let me hey okay. Samuel, come here, bud. Y'all about to see a miracle, y'all. Look at the miracle. <laughs> come here, say Look hi. At miracle baby. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, but now we're we're talking to everybody. We're talking to all their audience. You wanna say hi? Hi. Hi, Samuel. Oh. <laughs> now, Samuel, later that the people. Hey, man, we very rarely get to see the, the miracles, but that that is something. Thank you. Yeah. Our, our broadcast uh, goes out to like 70 some countries. Oh, wow. Uh, so, this story will be out there. And they'll Amen. Get to Samuel. So, so, tell him he's a star. He's a star. <laughs> he's a rock star for real. And, uh, well, uh, do appreciate Is this your first book? Wow. Wow. It's an awesome book. And there's so much in it. Folks, when when uh, Victoria says get the book, uh, there's so much in it. There's so many resources in it. There's so yes. many uh, Q codes. That, that, what, what is that chapter? QR codes. Yes, the QR codes that you can <laughs> tap into and, and just readily uh, plug into some information that will, will help you or someone that you know. Because like I said, they're all, all of us are, are going through something and we don't know uh, when we may be used to help someone else. Yes. For this, yes. Yes. And that is a beautiful cover. I love the cover. Yeah, this was the paperback. Mm -hmm. This was the hardback. I think it was Tamika that was asking for um, yes. the title. So I figured yeah, I'd throw it yeah. out there. Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah. Ruth, we just talked and talked and talked and talked tonight. Um, oh. Is there something in particular? Because I tell you what, our time is flying by. I don't know what happened to the 45 minutes. I don't know, but, but we, still got, we still got a little bit of time. Uh, but Ruth, was there something in particular that you wanted uh, RL to talk about or something that you wanted to ask? Because I definitely don't want to take time away from you uh, tonight. You know how Victoria and I can get. We just... <laughs> Okay, well, I did want to ask this. So yeah. um, our bishop said it today, you know, he said, I shared my story. Now tell me yours. And you started off your book with a quote from Mark Morgan Harper Nichols mm -hmm. that said, tell the story of the mountains you climbed. Your words could become a page in someone else's survival guide. Yeah. And I think a lot of people hesitate to tell their story either because they're still in it. It may be painful whatever reason when did you decide to write your story and when did you know it would become like you said a page in someone else's survival guide well i mean it it had kind of been an idea but i was working in a really oppressive job environment for a long time um after this book and i've actually thought about turning it into a book but we'll see i want to make sure it's something that's can serve my audience and not just a you mm -hmm. know, therapy session you know um but I was desperate to get out of my job. And so I started deciding to try to build an app. Um, and I took like six months of courses and started working on stuff. And then, cause I do a lot of like computer nerd stuff, you mm -hmm. know, and um, 
I ended up getting dumped, some work dumped on me that was too close. And I said, I can't do this. And I was driving to a conference and I was just hurting so bad. And I was like, God, I need to get out of my job so bad. Um, I need to find, I'd love to find some other entrepreneurial, entre, there's that word again. <laughs> um, I'd love to find some other entrepreneurial venture um, other than like writing this app because I just don't think I can do it right now. And um, what do you think about me like writing a book about what I went through with Samuel? And I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, do it. And yeah. uh, actually driving back from that conference, I, I hit record on my phone, took off driving and mm -hmm. just started like dictating it. Um, but as I went through, like, you know, other things hap would happen. I found that quote and I was like, I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of others like me, you know, that's awesome. Um, I was like, I know Amen. I'm not. Amen. Thanks, like, Alan. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, I know I'm not the only one. So I wanted to get out there. And then actually, uh, a funny thing happened. Um, children's hospital because Samuel's a good looking kid. Um, he, takes, mm -hmm. he does take after his mom. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, they were like, hey, we want to put his picture and share his story in our newsletter and our fundraising letters. And they're sending all this stuff out. And I'm like, they're making a bunch of money off of my kids' good looks. And like, I'm getting none of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, I want to get my story out there and get it out there. So a little bit of the entrepreneurial spirit in me. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, you know, and it's cool as we wrote it. The cool thing is, is after that, first round of beta readers. Um, I'm really glad that I, I took the time because like, I got the book back and then COVID hit, mm. you know? And so I had been taking every lunch and just like working through my lunch, like writing my book, rewriting my book, going through and then COVID hits and I'm working from home on my couch and I don't have lunch because Samuel's running around and he's doing school here and Steph's here and the dog's here and like all these things are going on. And I'm like, how am I going to get this going and i'm actually glad it happened because i started with a men's group and i just started talking about some of the more advanced concepts that happen at the end of the book where i talk about like waging war myself like mm -hmm. yeah you know learning how to fight in conjunction with god learning how to really step in in faith and say hey god's promises are for me and i'm not gonna let them go mm -hmm. you know um and what that looks like and because i needed to talk that out and so when i came back through and got ready to publish the book like it was really cool to, to have all that body of just talking. I like to talk with people, you know, to tell. That is good. Yeah. yeah. And Victoria, thanks for sharing your story too, you know. And Ruth, did I um, did I get all your questions? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I'm like, you know, we've already said it. We're so glad that you have shared that story. And again, you know, I think people hesitate. They wonder if their story will impact anybody else. And the answer is yes. You know, as my book came out, I was reminded of um, in Revelations, it says that we overcome through the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God's blood's already there. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah. We just have to worry about sharing a story, mm -hmm. you know? Real quickly, you said something, uh, and I it, I wrote this down because it it said a lot for me. On page one ninety six, you talk about walking out the fulfillment of your faith. That mm -hmm. is a powerful statement. 
the fulfillment, you're still walking out the fulfillment of your faith. Could you just share a little bit of that, what that means to walk out the fulfillment of your faith? I don't even remember that page in the book. I was like, "Did my book there before?" <laughs> it's on page one ninety six. I know. I'm sitting here flipping it. Was like, you didn't, make it, you didn't make it through the whole book. You made it to one ninety six, and you didn't. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Don't so play. Funny. Don't play. Don't play, Ariel. Don't play. <laughs> you know, um, one of the things that I hung on to, and, and first of all, I want to I want to finish up one thing um, okay. because I want to make sure there's a verse in Corinthians, and I talk about it in the book, so. If you buy the book, you can get the reference. Yes. <laughs> um, get the book. And, uh, you know, I'll try to throw it out there somewhere too. But um, if there's a verse in Corinthians that says that my pastor said, just as I stepped into that fourth surgery, where yeah. in Corinthians it says, you know, all promises are yes and amen through Christ. Yeah. And so that one I wanted to throw in because that was the answer to my question. And it was that point that it was kind of like the matrix moment. You know, I love the Matrix. I don't know if you guys like it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that moment where he just like realizes like, wait a second, none of this stuff's real. Like there is a higher level than where I'm at right now and what I'm yes. seeing. Yes. And that's kind of what it was. It was like, hold up. <laughs> you know, these promises are mine mm -hmm. and they are. that. Yeah. So that was it. But. So I'd had a vision. I had, I didn't have a vision of Samuel until he was probably about 11 months, or like in that fourth surgery. Mm -hmm. Through that beginning time, I just knew God's promises. And I stood on those and I said, I'm going to stand on this promise that this is good. And I'm just going to, I'm maybe I'm too ornery like that. I'm just going to be like, God, listen, you said it. I'm going to get it. I want it. It's my son. I care. I'm going to fight for him. But later... I remember having this question, like, because he was 11 months old and he, or maybe 13 months old, somewhere in there. And I was like, he might not, like, this thought popped in my head. He might not make it to be able to walk because he wasn't walking at the time. And around that time, I got a vision of him running through the yard and I just clung to that. Amen. And I just was like, oh. And so at the end of the book, I, I, I put in like some videos and stuff. And with the QR codes, they're videos, they're links to my website. So you can see it. Mm -hmm. um, and if you go to my website, you can find them too. But there are links to my my video of of videos of him like running around the yard, and that was wow. the fulfillment of the vision. But you know, like walking out the fulfillment of God's promises and of my faith isn't just that, because the promise is that He will grow mighty in the land. And yeah, He's a mighty little seven year old, but He's not mighty yet, like we're gonna see. You know, mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. and that promise is good for as good for anybody else as it is for me and uh it's as good for me as it is for anybody that's listening to this because your kids that promise is there for you you know walk Amen. in faith and walk through it let the holy spirit guide you so <laughs> you know i really wrote i really wrote this book because i wanted to empower people because for so long i'd been beat down by other people in the church and just you know life and i wanted people to know that listen you know, walking out the fulfillment of your faith is really just clinging to God's promises and being stubborn and saying, God, you're going to you're going to bring this to, to pass in my life. You know, whether you like it or not, kind of jokingly, but realistically, like God really wants to bring them to pass in your life. And I think yeah. a lot more in the spiritual warfare realm than people realize that, like, you're not just going to walk up to uh, to something and say, hey, 
this is some sometimes you will sometimes you will literally walk up to something you'll lay hands on somebody and pray and pray and their bones will literally grow back because like i shared somebody's story in the book about somebody who that happened to trip she laid hands on this kid that had had club feet and her mom had to carry her probably samuel's samuel's age and literally as she's praying and this isn't like a pastor this is just some random woman who went on a missions trip and she's praying laying hands on just like the bible says and those legs start turning and she my god under her feet under my her god. And then he gets up and he starts running around. And wow. So we'll see those promises of God in your life come true immediately when you ask for them, when you whatever. But when they don't, what happens when they don't? That's the question. There you go. There what you happens go. when you step up and you say, God, heal, heal him, and nothing happens? Mm-hmm. Like, is that God? Is that you? Or is that just, hey, listen, you know, just like with Daniel, Daniel asked God to give him an answer. And God sent an angel immediately. But that angel didn't get there for what thirty days. Yes, yes. That angel had to fight through his own hell to get through him and say, "Hey, here I am. Here's the vision that you asked for." Come on, come on. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your cash app? We <laughs> 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 need that offering. Class. We need offering. I'm not used to this. Okay. That's weird for me. <laughs> okay, so maybe not the cash app. Where do we, we need, find we you? We need an offering taken up for you now. How about that? Y'all better buy that book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, feel free to get in contact with me. I'm, I'm continuing to develop my blog and I'm continuing to get things out good, there. Good. And, that was um, one of my questions. How do we get in touch with you? How do our listeners um, and our viewers uh, connect with you? Are you on social media? Go for it. I am. I am. I am. I'm on social media. You can find me under RL Shaver. Wait, this side, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> and if you get if you take out the periods and the spaces and you go to rlshawver.com, I'm there. I keep up my website. Um, I have a lot of content on there. Um and yeah, um we're actually I feel like the book's spawning all kinds of cool stuff. Like we decided yeah. to to start reaching out and like helping other people in the hospital who are going through the same thing. Oh man, bless Well, you know, it's just one of those things. When Samuel, so the last surgery that I cover in the book, mm-hmm. Samuel was Six. Do you have? Do we have time? Am I going over? Go. You go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. When Samuel was um, six years old, his heart valve. They finally did a pig valve on his 18, 18 months, sixth surgery. They finally did a, um, a. That lasted until he was six, and at first, when we started thinking about another surgery, we got real. Just holy crap! We're, you know, that whole oppression fell over us, and then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said. This isn't going to be the same as last time. You're going to go in, you're going to go out, and it's it's going to be done. And so, like, we had some time. And when he got turned six, they're like, okay, it's time. And, like, we were able to go in and say, you know, this, it's, he's getting, it's, it's like getting his tires rotated, you know? It's like because we knew that God's promises were true. And I had my own faith battles in that one. I cover them in the book. But one of the coolest things that I was able to do is because I had been there, because I had already fought through and forgive me for using the word hell itself. It's all right. His son, when we walked into that hospital, I was I was looking, but I was looking for something different. I was looking for other people that I could say, hey, how are you doing? Right. Let me talk with you. Let me help you share your burden. Let me stand in faith for you. Let me fight for you. Amen. And so that spawned um, 
that spawned a group we're calling Mighty. We're still like we're still figuring out like what we're gonna do, how we're gonna incorporate, how we're gonna work together. I've got a couple we're looking to work with, and we're looking to just help people walk through their journey Amen. of this because yeah. I I just got too much fight in me and I hate seeing the devil win, you know? Yes. Yes, I hate seeing the devil win. I love that. that. RL, I want you to, if you don't mind, just kind of hanging out there uh, with us for a few minutes after we close the show. You have been a delightful guest with a wonderful, wonderful story. And I I could listen to you for another hour or two. Uh, but we gotta we got we gotta wrap it up now. But I tell you what, there's I just see the possibilities of so many things uh, that can come out of this, and whether it ends up being another book or not, please, please, please keep up with authors up. Keep please. us informed yeah. about what you are doing and 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 how how your journey is going and anything that we can do. Uh, to help uh, uh, give you more exposure to that or partner with you in that, we would be honored uh, to be able to do that. Uh, So thank you again for being with us uh, tonight. Listeners, thank you for being with us tonight. And you got your instructions from Queen Victoria. Get the book. book. Amen, Tamika. Amen. And you know, we will be right back here next week at 7 p.m. here on Authors Up. Stop by. I can't tell you who we got as a guest or what we're going to do, but you're going to love it. I guarantee you that. So you want to come back and see what's going on right here on Authors Up. So RL, you hang in there. Listeners, thank you so much for being with us, and we will see you next week. Good night, everybody. Happy Easter. Hi, Bronx girl. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.